to Be Ye Transformed 365 with me, your host, Keisha Robinson, the show that uplifts, equips, and pray our listeners into healing, growth, and transformation. Tune in with us for unmatched truth based on biblical principles, wisdom through revelation, and let's not forget that very expensive PhD degree from the University of Life. Amen. Amen. Let's get to it and talk on purpose. afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across the globe and happy Monday morning choices. Welcome to season five, episode 32, guys. I am so grateful for the dawning of a brand new day, another opportunity, amen, another possibility, amen, glory be to God, to see God, to experience God, to know God like never before. So I'm so excited and so happy that you were led this morning for whatever reason to show up, to give God some ear time, some face time, amen, somebody, glory be to God, to start off your day, to begin your week off on a good foot, amen. Amen. I'm so excited to be with you guys this morning. Um, This is the day. This is the day, y'all. Hear me. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall be exceedingly glad in it. Amen, somebody. So I pray that you're excited about this day, that you're ready to take this week by the horns. Amen. Glory be to God. That you've made up in your mind that you're going to encounter whatever today This moment called now has to offer you, has to lend you, has to present to you, have to knock on your door to bring before you a spirit of confidence, a spirit of faith, a spirit of truth, knowing 
knowing that God has provided everything that you needed in this day. So good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. Good morning, opportunity and peace, glory, hallelujah. Good morning, joy. Good morning, hope. Good, good morning, unconditional love. Not this fake love, not this tainted love, not this thing called lust. But good morning, unconditional love. The love that covers a multitude of sin. The, the, the love that was standing the gap and to intercede on behalf of one another. The, the kind of love that would extend grace. That, that, that kind of love. Good morning. Good morning, power. Good morning, fresh vision and fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. Good morning, kingdom strategy. Good morning, healing and restoration. Good morning, good health and long life. Good morning, healed heart and a stable mind in the name of Jesus. Good morning, wisdom and new strength. Glory, hallelujah. Anybody grateful for the dawning of this new day? Anybody grateful for this morning? Is anybody grateful that through it all he's kept you? Is anybody grateful this morning that he not, he not only bought you out of it, but he bought you through that he kept you in the mist. Is anybody grateful this morning? Come on, somebody. Come on, declare and decree and affirm with me on this Monday morning choices. Father God, it's me crying out to you. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, oh Lord, this morning, my soul cries out to long to be with you and only you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. In and through all of my days, I love you and worship you in spirit and in truth. I need you and I want you more and more in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Is that your professional faith on this morning? See, many of us, we have gifts and we have talents and we're skilled to do all of these amazing things. And people are drawn to us because of our abilities and our skill sets. But how many of you know that it's something deeper and something bigger that God is desiring to do in and through that gift and that talent and that skill set and that ability and that, uh, that capacity? Glory be to God, somebody. Glory be to God. We're going to move forward with that daily confession. And as always, we stand upon Psalms 19 and 14. Spirit of the living God on this Monday morning choices, episode 32. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for your hand and your breath, Lord God, that has been consistently upon this platform, Lord God. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind is the word, Lord God, is the message, Lord God, that is sent forth, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So we just ask on this day that you fall afresh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, may it all be pleasing in your sight, Lord God, for you and you alone, Lord God, are my rock and my redeemer. Father God, may these words, your words, Lord God, may it feed, Lord God, every listener, Lord God, 
God. May it give them courage, Lord God, to move forward, Lord God, according to your original plan and purpose for their lives, that it may honor you and glorify your name. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let us move forward in a spirit of truth, Lord God. Let us move forward, Lord God, in a spirit of obedience. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for this assignment on this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you stand in this body, use this mind, and speak freely with this tongue. Oh, Father God, touch this heart and have your own way, Lord God. I remove myself, Lord God. I decrease that you may increase in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus as I sit at your feet, Lord God. As I continuously, Lord God, place this platform in your hands. Father God, I just ask that you will continue to lead that you will continue to ordain, that you will continue to instruct, Lord God. Every word, every message, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So God, I give it back to you. I place it in your hands and I humbly sit at your feet. This is your moment. Stand in this body. Think with this mind, speak freely, Lord God, with this tongue. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. And I receive it done. Because I receive it as such by faith. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory be to God. I had the honor and the privilege last weekend to speak at a leadership conference that was hosted by a young lady by the name of Miss Shante Gamble. Glory be to God. And it see, it's one thing to get the call or to get the invitation or uh, <laughs> to get the request. Amen, somebody. And, and I'm grateful. I'm thankful. But it's something different when you know fully that God is sending you God is sending you to fulfill something in the earth to release something in the earth that echoes heaven to touch his people to stir his people to provoke his people to challenge his people To perceive what it is that he's desiring to get done in and through their lives. That's a difference. So I spoke at this leadership conference and the focus of this year's theme was accelerate. And you guys always hear me talk to you guys about there's always a prerequisite. There's always a thing that leads to a thing. There's always something that's required or demanded of us where we are. That we must give our attention and our focus to. That we must lend ourselves as a student to study those things. To get the things out of that season. That storm, that test, that trial, that challenge. That it has come to lend us. That if we do not behold the moment called now. See, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the moment that we, we, we truly have. 
life in all that it is and all that is meant to be can only be lived day by day. This is why he said in his word, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's going to take care of itself. Tomorrow's going to have his own troubles. But then he tells us this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made not man, not me, myself, but the Lord has made and I shall. It's a declaration. It's a choice. It's a decision that we must make. To rejoice, to be exceedingly glad in it, to be intentional about seeking God in that moment, call now, to, to seek out his manna in this thing called now, to, to search out every lesson, every ounce of strength, the grace, the mercy, the favor, the peace. In this thing, this moment, call now. See, far too often we've been caught up in the gifts and the talents and the skill sets and the abilities. We've gotten caught up in the names of notable people. We've gotten caught up with the large crowds and huge social media followings. And we're losing our true identities, we're losing ourselves, we're losing our morals, we're, we're, we're losing our integrity, we're, we're, we're losing and we're missing the point of it all. The purpose behind the gift, the why, the why. I want to help somebody on today. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I want to help somebody on today to get it right. To get yourself back into alignment, into agreement. Realignment. God is trying to rebuild some things. God is trying to help you to uh, recover some things. God is trying to renew and to reestablish some things. You got to see it correctly. So we're going to take a quick break and I pray that you allow this beautiful worship by Myrick Music featuring Mr. Chandler Moore and Miss Stephanie Gretzinger. And I pray that I did not slaughter her last name, but I love her and I love her ministry. And you guys know that I love Mr. Chandler Moore as well as Maverick sitting uh, music. Glory be to God. And I want you to listen to this song, Refiner. And I want you to listen with your spiritual ears. And I want you to really hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the heart of his people. And we'll be right back with today's message. Glory. Hallelujah.
glory, 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 glory. Is that your declaration? That you want to be tried by fire? That you've come to a place and a point and a posture in your life? That you've grown? You've matured enough to see the beauty, the power, and the blessing and being purged, being purified, being pruned. Is that your declaration? Lord, burn me beautiful. Burn me lovely. Burn me righteous. Burn me holy. I don't want to just see the gifts and the skill sets and the talents. I don't want to just see the name and get caught up in the name. I want to remember your word of truth. Just as you spoke it in Genesis. You're not just making my name great for me. You're making me a blessing to be a blessing. Glory, hallelujah. Is that your profession of faith? Our foundational scripture on this morning is going to be coming from Proverbs, the book of wisdom, chapter 18 and 16. Very familiar. And sometimes when we're encountering familiar things, people and places, sometimes we tend to overlook them and we tend to discount them. We we, we tend to miss the value that they have. To lend and to offer our lives. Because they're familiar. But this morning I want to challenge you to go just a little bit deeper. In this text. One verse. But it's packed with so much revelation. That's timeless. Regardless of whatever season you're in. You can apply this to your life. So I'm going to come from three different translations on today. Then I'm going to give you the topic of today's message. Then we're going to go and get into our content. But I want you to have your spiritual ears tuned in on this morning. I want you to shut out everything else. We're, we're, We're in countdown mode to close out another chapter. I want you to listen to what the Spirit is saying to the people of God on this morning. And I think the message that God placed within my spirit to release on last week at this leadership conference is fitting for this platform, for this Monday morning choices, for this set time and season, for those that were not in the room. See, this is a word and a message for somebody, for you, wherever you may be. Glory, hallelujah. Proverbs 18, verse 16, and I'll read from the message translation first. A gift gets attention. It buys the attention of eminent people. Glory, hallelujah. Proverbs 18 and 16 from the New King James Version. A man's gift makes room for him 
and brings him before great men. See, that's the one we're most familiar with. But do we really know what it means? Do you really know what the spirit of the Lord is saying to you? Have you perceived and caught the revelation in your spirit for the season that you're currently in? Proverbs 18 and 16 from the NIV. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into into the presence of the great glory. Hallelujah. It's three things I want to give you that I take away from these three different translations. Then we're going to get into today's topic. Beginning with the message, a gift gets attention. It buys the attention of eminent people. The word eminent means renowned, well-respected, important people. People in high places, a, a role model, so to speak. And he's telling us in this text that our gifts, our skill sets, our talents, our know-how gets these type of people attention. Not only that, it said it buys. Because see, you got to understand that people that are well-renowned and well-respected in high places that have been through the trenches and worked their way through and climbed up those mountains to get to where they are, don't make time for just anything and anybody. Why is that important? It's important because, see, when that time comes, you got to understand what the gift is meant to do. You got to understand the purpose in that gift beneath the surface. It's not just to bring you before them. When you get before them, then what? What's next? See, it's got to be some additional things that's added to that talent, to that gift, to that skill set. Proverbs 18 and 16, the New King James Version. A man gives, make room for him and brings him before great men. The gift is going to make room for you. But when you get in the room, what's next? What's going to keep you? What's going to sustain you? What is the difference, the impact that your presence will make? See, eminent men, great men, they don't make time for just anything or anybody. They understand time is precious. And they spend it wisely. Proverbs 18 and 16, the NIV. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Don't you miss this. Your gift is a doorway. Not just for you. When that door opens, you have a responsibility as a gatekeeper 
to steward it well, to guard it well, and to also leave the door open for other people that are coming behind you. The gift ushers the giver into the presence of the great. The great is the one and only God. It should never be a person. Your gift should always keep you on your face, on your knees, prostrate before the giver. Why? Because you need instruction as to how you're supposed to handle that gift, that skill set, and that talent on that level in that season. We're going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper in this scripture in today's message. Glory, hallelujah. See, at the leadership conference, the title that I was given was, Now What? When Talent Isn't Enough. Today, I'm going to add to that as led by the Holy Spirit. What's the point of it all? What is the point of your gift? What is the point of your talent? What is the point of your capacity? What is the point of your capabilities? What is the point of your skill sets? There are other things that must be added to that gift. So you guys know that love is my language and you know I speak on purpose to inspire, to equip, and to transform lives. And I am absolutely not afraid to step on anybody's toes when speaking in truth, when speaking what thus says the Lord, if it provokes you to be, to become, and to behold everything that God has predestined you to be. So what do you do when talent is not enough? What do you do when the gift has made room for you, when the gift has opened the door? When the gift has brought you before great men. What do you do when the timing seems off? What do you do when I I, I, I got the the degree and I got the student loan debt to prove it. I I got the business license. I I, I got somewhat of a team. I got the vision. I I got the plan. I, I heard what you said. I recognize the gifts and the skill sets and my talents. But now what? I want you to hear what thus says the spirit on this morning. Because you got to stop tripping yourself up. And you got to stop being so wrapped up in the call that you fail to fall to your knees to go before the Lord to ask him to give you revelation on the why. Are you sending me? And if so, what is my assignment? See, we have have got to stop mishandling our appointments because of the assignment. Because you will need both. The purpose of our assignments is to act as our dress rehearsal. It gives us time to practice. They help us to develop our character, to sharpen and to perfect our skill sets, to prepare you. For each new level. See assignments. They sometimes shows up as imposters and impersonators. Sent to hinder and frustrate and distract. 
even counsel divine appointments scheduled in your life. And if you do not perceive it correctly, you will find yourself forfeiting some things that have been divinely appointed just for you. This is the season that you must be focused and discerning, not distracted. This is why you cannot be turning up your nose, not in this season, complaining and whining and griping because of what the assignment looks like. Because the assignment don't look like what you thought it was. Because the, the assignment doesn't look like what was spoken. The assignment does not look like what was decre declared, decreed, and prophesied. You better hear the spirit and hear the spirit clearly on this morning. It's not supposed to. It's there to prepare you. You will always have the talent and the appointment and the title long before you will ever have the position. This is why God is telling us in this text that your gift is going to make room for you. Your gift is going to be the doorway. Your gift is what's going to bring you before great men. But it's not going to be enough once you get there. So my question to you on this morning, can you humbly, will you humbly go back to serve what seems less desirable until the divine timing of shift knocks on your door? See, somebody somewhere is occupying your space that God has reserved just for you. It has your name on it. They have your title and the position, but they have no power, no influence, and no impact. This is why God has appointed you. But do you really think he's going to lead you into that until you've grown up in your posture and in your attitude to be able to handle and steward well the position because he is bigger and is greater than the talent and the gift. See, truth, as Proverbs is telling us on this morning, that our gifts will make room for us and bring us before great men. And that is a place of granted access, a place of permission, a place of power, a place of authority, a place of influence and impact. So you got to understand and hear me well. In that place, solid character, not excuses, must enter that room. Emotional intelligence must enter that room. The spirit of meekness and humility must enter that room. Integrity must enter that room. Truth must enter that room. God has made you an answer. That's why you in the room. So see, strategy and wisdom must enter that room. A teachable spirit must enter that room. A team player, a good attitude must enter the room. These are the things beyond the invitation that must take up residence. Do not let a title 
or an appointment produce an ego that becomes bigger than your purpose. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. So I come to tell somebody on today because see, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that right where you are in the place that you are, the position that you are is the place that you need to be for this set time and season. What are you changing where you are? Who are you influencing and how, where you are? Who's becoming into their own because you're in your position. In this moment, call now. Why is this important? It's important because revelation is trying to teach us that though our gift make room for us and bring us before great men, that's only the, the, the beginning. The point of it all is for we ourselves to become the gift that will keep on giving beyond the title, beyond the time, beyond the moment, beyond our turn. Glory. Hallelujah. And this is critical. Why is it so critical? It is critical because there is something your now is demanding of you that some of you are missing. Because you're trying to rush through this season and you got to understand God is divinely trying to accelerate some things in your life. And God is divinely giving you the grace right where you are to get what you need for what's to come. There is absolutely no acceleration. Without a change in velocity. You better hear me on this morning. What is velocity? A change in speed and a change in direction. Some of you are not divinely seeing the pace of God in your life. Because you're moving too slow. You're procrastinating. You're putting it off and you're making excuses. For some of you, you're doing the wrong things in the wrong season. You think this is important and God told you that's not where I need your focus and your attention. But because it does not make sense to you. So see, for some of you, you have to change direction. And there are a few that you must absolutely do both. It's required. To pick up the pace and change directions. What are you dragging your feet about? What are you putting off until tomorrow? It's time to pick up that thing that God has told you to pick up. To told you to be intentional about. The thing that he will not allow you to rest or to sleep on. It'll work. If you work it. It'll grow. If you nurture it. See, our gifts, they make room. But have our attitudes caught up with it? Have your attitude caught up with your gift? Have your perception caught up with your gift? 
have we matured enough to handle the associated cost that comes with the gift? This is not the time to be twiddling your thumbs while you're in the wait. This is the time to perceive what it is that you must be doing. Is it to pick up the pace in some things? Is it to check yourself before you wreck yourself to make sure you're moving in the right direction? And if not, quickly adjust. This is not the time to be going in the wrong direction, doing the wrong things, joining the wrong forces, building the wrong alliances. This is not the season. This is the time that you must be connected to root people, not branches, people that will feed you, people that can see what you cannot see, people that will correct you in love, people that, 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 that will encourage you when you're so discouraged, not people that will suck you dry, not people that will continuously show up because they know where they can get what it is that they need. If that is not your assignment, it has shown up as an imposter to delay, to hinder, and to frustrate your appointment. You need insight and you need wisdom. You need clarity and direction in this season. No hidden agendas, no arterial motives. God help me to understand my gift. That when the season come divinely, that it makes room for me, that it opens up the door to bring me before great men, to put me in the place. God, make sure that my posture is right, my attitude is right, my character is in check, my integrity and my morals are in check. That I will not squander the position. That I won't get in the room and close the door. But I'll be a gatekeeper to, to, to steward it well. To make sure that everybody that's supposed to come through that door behind me have the time to do so. There are three things I want to point out to you that in this season is either going to limit you and your ability or enhance you, thrust you forward. Number one, your beliefs. What is it that you're believing about your capabilities, your influence and your impact? See, it's not what other people think or, or say about you that determines your outcomes in life. That's truth. It's what you say and what you think and what you believe about yourself. It is time to elevate. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Number two, how are you preparing? It's critical to what positions and opportunities you discern in this season. Why? 
because it's directly connected to how you will cultivate, how you will cultivate the time while you in this wait. See, lessons learned produces wisdom. It sharpens your focus. It strengthens your confidence and will always be better than any achievement that will produce arrogance. In the weight, make sure you're cultivating a spirit of humility and meekness. See, the pressures are there to serve a purpose. You got to be able to balance the weight while you're in the weight. W-E-I-G-H-T. While you in the W-A-I-T. Don't forsake another season in your life trying to go after the season that you want. Get what you need while you're there because it's critical. And stop walking away from seasons too soon trying to teach somebody else a lesson. You've got to mature, grow up and learn how to gracefully exit the season when it's been concluded, when it's come to an end. And that's because you've learned your lessons. You got to practice redefining who you are, refining your skill sets. Have you grown to a posture of Lord, burn me beautiful, burn me lovely, burn me righteous, burn me holy. Burn, Lord God, purge everything that's not of you. Remove it all, Lord God. Expose everything that's not of you, Lord God. Bring me face to face to it, Lord God, until I look like you. In my life, day by day, not just showing up sounding like you, but I want my life to be evidence. critical it sharpens your vision it's critical to who you're becoming you must be a lifelong learner you must stay small and learn to see others and their greatness and never get it twisted it's only a totally surrendered yes that truly makes us special that makes us fearfully and wonderfully made, not we ourselves, not our gifts. The gifts make room for us to bring us into the place before great men that we ourselves may perceive and our spirits that we are to become the gift that keeps on giving. Long after our time and our turn, long after our season, This is a marathon, not a sprint. You got to remember to breathe. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, remain prayerful. In all things, remain faith-filled and faithful. In all things, seek God. Seek ye first the kingdom. 
Lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and, uh, and entrust that he's directing your path. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. We get so caught up in the destination. We just want to get there. We just want to get there. We fail to realize that there is wherever we currently are. You better hear the spirit on this morning. We fail to perceive life's many plots and twists and pit stops and prisons and setbacks and storms and tests are all the things that offers us up opportunity to practice for preparation for our purpose. We fail to perceive there is a process to the process and we fail to fully be present and invested in the moment we call now. It's time for many of you to throw your whole self, everything that you have into your now. You have the title, but you're not testifying. You have the ambition, but what truly is your aim? You have the position, but what's your posture? You're closing the door when you get in place rather than keeping it open. You're falling before man instead of bringing yourself before the great one, the almighty one, the all-knowing one. You got the talent, but how you're multiplying it. You have the influence. But who are you really grooming? See, the talent gets us there. But what keeps us there is our character and our integrity and influence. The impact that you're making on those that are around you. And what revelation is helping me to understand about many of us is not our yes. That's the problem. We don't have a problem with saying yes. Our problem is we lack a spirit of to be continued. You think it's all about you. Our problem is we keep making excuses and rationalizing to justify wrong turns and decisions. Our, our problem is we keep running through red lights and stopping at green ones. Our problem is we want to lead, but haven't yet mastered how to follow, how to serve the people of God. We've mastered looking and sounding good, but have yet to mastered being. And I want to challenge you on today to ask yourself, could I be going in the wrong direction? Could I be holding on to the wrong ideals? Could I have hidden agendas and wrong intent? Have I mistaken comrades? as confidence and what areas of my life do I need to pick up the pace because see you must realize you got to understand you will not run the entire race but you must absolutely run your leg well you're going to pass that baton to somebody what are you passing off? What are you handing off? Are you maximizing the gift and the talent and the opportunity of the title and the position when it comes? Or you're just hungry and thirsty 
to get there for you. See, our life's purpose and calling and legacy is a relay race. And all of us have to pass that torch. And how you're running your leg of the race, it matters. Because it predetermines what you're passing on. So you're desiring the position. But I need for you to be checking your posture. You're bragging on the gift. But I need for you to be bringing yourself down to your knees. When is the last time you've conducted a personal SWOT analysis on you? To better understand you, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. We all got blind spots. We all have triggers. There are landmines all around us. There are plots all around us. The enemy is cunning. There's a contract, a hit out on your life to keep you from destiny. And more often than not, The main one is you. You keep getting in your own way. Some of you are too close to the mirror. Some of you need to take a few steps back. Broaden your view. Broaden your perspective. For many, it's learned behavior. It's learned helplessness. I can't. And you got to understand that unlearning is a part of learning. What worked in a prior season may not be necessary in this one. What was a saving grace in the last season could very well be your demise in this season. Many of you, resistance. Be careful of comfort zones. Comfort don't like change. God is trying to stretch you. There's some out there. You've been all caught up. In finessing. Finessing this one and finessing that one. You got the gift of gab. You're a smooth talker. You think well and quick on your feet. And all of these things. Can be good, needed and necessary. But there's a time for everything. And when it's not used in a manner in which God intended it for is evil and is wicked. And nothing good, no good thing will come from it. It's time for you to stop looking for great rewards where you've invested little to no effort. Looking for easy ways and shortcuts. How are you balancing the weight in order to leverage the weight This is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall, you shall be exceedingly glad in it. Why? Because I'm giving you deeper understanding and revelation as to what your gift is for. But there is a set time and appointed time for everything under the sun. And yes, that gift will get the attention. 
It will buy the attention of prominent people. That gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. That gift will open the way and usher the giver into the presence of greatness. But only if you learn how to balance the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, to leverage everything you're supposed to get out of those seasons while you're waiting for the, the divine appointment. God is no respect of a person. And it's time to stop solely relying on the gifts and the talents, following large crowds and numbers on social media. Glory be to God getting all caught up in a name. God is bringing you before great men and prominent men. Why? Because of influence. They can access some things that you can't. But you being connected, you being in their presence, you being invited in the room. You can't get there and not know how to handle yourself. You can't get there and not have no coof about yourself. You can't get there and have no self-respect. You can't get there and have no vision. You can't get there and have a bad attitude and can't get along with anybody. The gift makes room. It opens the door. It brings us in the place of position and power. It gives us granted access to influence and impact. So yes, sometimes even when you are the leader, at the same time, you're the teacher too. And at the same time, you're the student too. At the same time, you're the observer too. Sometimes it's not either or, sometimes it's all of the above. What are you missing? What are you forfeiting? Who have you shut the door on? Because you have not perceived, you have not caught the revelation of the how and the why God chose you. Why God entrusted the gift to you. You have not perceived the benefactors that you're supposed to be holding the door for. Why? Because you've fallen before men. Not God. I want you to bring yourself to a place and a posture of maturity. God, burn me. Burn me, beautiful. Burn me, lovely Lord. Burn me, righteous. Burn me, holy. Lord, I, I, I just don't want to sound good. I just don't want to sound like you. I don't want to mishandle my gifts and my talents. I don't want to waste my skill sets. I don't want to shut the door on somebody that you entrusted me to leave the door open for. I want my life to echo heaven. I want my life 
to look like you, to sound like you, to smell like you with no contradictions, Lord God. See, if God is telling you to build an altar right where you are, in this moment, this day, call now. Will he be able to find you there? If God has told you what to do, and now it's up to you to make that decision, will, will you be found moving in a spirit of obedience? The gift will make room. The gift will get the attention of eminent people. The gift will bring you before great men. The gift will open the way, prepare the way. But when you get there, what would be the point of it all? I want you to think about it. I want you to get clear about it. I want you to be honest with yourself because see, God already knows. Don't wait another minute. Don't waste another today. Don't waste another moment. Call now. Get what you need out of today to be prepared, to be postured for the position. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this morning. I don't believe it's by happenstance. I don't believe it's by chance. God is too strategic. He's too intentional. And I pray that you heard what thus said the Spirit on this morning. And as always, I pray that you make the time to steal away with your Bible, your pen, and your notepad to allow God to continue this conversation with you. I pray that you've heard a confirming word on today, a word of truth that provokes you to change, true transformation. And I call it done, and I receive it as such by faith. Until next time, thank you for joining us on today in faith and on purpose.
Oh. Uh -huh. 